You are listening to Before Anyone Else, Dating Apps 101, featuring Alex. So on this week's episode of the podcast, we have a very special guest, my friend Alex. So full disclosure, me and Alex have been friends for the last couple of years. And like I mentioned, he's kind of a dating app expert. I mean, unofficially, um, he's kind of been around the block when it comes to all the different dating apps. And he first started exploring them when he landed from the UK um, into Toronto. And so Alex, like, am I getting your bio right? Because I feel like Obviously, I don't want to like proclaim you as this dating expert, but if I was to count the amount of dates that you've been on since you've been in Toronto, like it's been a lot. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would say expert, but yeah, definitely been around the block a few times for better or worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely interested to hear the better, but mostly the worst, <laughs> because I feel like there's so many cringy um, dating stories that could happen in a city like this. And I feel like at one point we actually like counted the girls that you had dated in the city and like went through each one and like what happened. And it was like, some of it was like kind of mind blowing. Um, Cause even when I was on dating apps, like there was some like weird stuff that happened, but I think just because you've also like explored the different types of dating apps. Um, I was only ever on like two. I feel like you've had like a diverse <laughs> experience. Like which apps were you on? Uh, pretty much anything you can think of. I was on it at some point. Um, to be honest, it was mainly the, uh, uh, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, uh, and Coffee Meets Bagel. Okay, cool. And did you have a favorite out of those? I think when I first moved here, definitely Tinder. It was just, uh, easy, not too much effort required, but then that was also reflected in the quality of people I was meeting. Versus I think Hinge became a bigger thing over the last year or two. And it does require more effort in putting things into your profile and like asking good questions to the other person. Then that also results in higher quality dates. For sure. So you've almost like like broken this down into a science, I feel like. I mean, you know which apps to go to for like whatever your, you know, purpose is with dating. But like when you first landed here, why were you so keen on dating apps specifically? Like what were you this keen when you were in the UK? No, not at all. Uh I mean, first thing first, I had a lot of free time when I moved here. <laughs> and it's an it's an easy way to to get to see the city, like find someone to go on a date with. And they can show me somewhere cool or, you know, give me the inside info on what bars are good, what breweries are good, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and also so is just, that like your, was that your opening line often? Like, show me a spot in the city, like I'm new to the city? 100%. Yeah. Like <laughs> literally be like, I'm fresh off the boat. Show me the cool places. It's actually perfect. And like, I always joke with you because me and Alex, like I said, we've been friends for the last couple of years, like pretty much as soon as you kind of moved here within those first months, we we were working together. So we talk a lot about those initial experiences. And I'd always kind of poke fun at you because you would have like your like UK flag, like at the top of every dating profile as like your initial like hook. I felt like like you branded yourself as like the British guy <laughs> in Toronto. I mean, there's plenty of British guys in Toronto, <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I feel like for starters, that's a way to differentiate yourself. 
like no uh, no shade at Canadian guys, but you know a lot of you have profiles of you with the with the dreaded fish or the the baseball cap and whatnot. Uh, You're so, saying you know, it's a basic, ba- like a basic Canadian guy profile <laughs> that you you could easily like stand out from. Yeah, in pretty comparison. much, yeah. <laughs> and like you even at one point talked to me about kind of the banter that you felt like you had is like a can I go as far as to say a competitive advantage on the apps compared to some of the other guys? Well, again, this isn't throwing shade at a uh, Canadian dudes. This is just my ex- personal experience and also what like feedback I've had from. Uh, dates um was it yeah british people definitely have a different kind of banter or um just a lot easier to have those initial conversations uh because you know when you match with someone on an app it can be awkward especially if there's not much in their bio to you know talk about um mm-hmm. do you so, yeah, find I that's feel- like common like not a lot of to work with in the bio well that's the thing about tinder there there can be not a lot to talk about if the photos are very basic or nothing nothing to write home about uh, and then there's nothing in the actual bio itself like a description or anything versus hinge where you can actually uh have some of your bio like a question or like two truths and a lie or things like that it's a lot easier to engage with and get the conversation flowing versus just five photos of a girl nothing um, particularly noteworthy about any of the photos is a lot harder to go in and have a good conversation. For sure. For sure. And so like you would have this hook as like the British guy and you would get like positive feedback when you'd go on dates and girls would tell you like, you're kind of like standing out and like doing everything that like a lot of guys aren't doing with like, whether it's like your first line or like, just like, because I feel like nowadays when I think back to when I was on a date, like on the dating apps a couple of years ago, like you said, there wasn't as much information, but now when I look at dating apps, I'm like, now you can see like people's horoscopes, like they've like gotten way more like detailed on certain, on like certain of the, like certain platforms. If you're like a horoscope person, which I am, <laughs> but it's like, they've also like, like the, of like evolution of the apps has changed so much in the last couple of years. So you've actually like seen the apps probably like go through so many updates Am I right? <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, constantly evolving, trying to improve. Or let's be honest, they're trying to find ways to make more money. Because at the end of the day, that's what those apps are there for. They're not to help you get laid. They're not there to um, find your future wife. They're there to make money, which I think we sometimes forget. But um, I think definitely over the last few years, they've put a lot more time and effort into um improving how you can create your profile versus just back in the day it was just put five photos of yourself and swipe away yeah totally but like do you have i guess i would ask you because you've now you've seen it from like you've heard women talk about what guys are lacking and like you've seen women on there and so you can kind of like evaluate profiles so like if do you have i almost want to say like best practices at this point where you're like okay like a guy should for sure be doing this they for sure shouldn't be doing this and a woman should for sure be doing this and like shouldn't do this depending on what they're looking for yeah for sure and like um Again, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that my profile was the greatest profile of all time and like every guy should follow it. But there's things I found that work well for me. And then uh, similar, I give advice to my friends that are girls on the apps. Like they'll show me their profile and I'll be like, okay, here's what you should do. Here's what you shouldn't. And I think there's generally a couple of rules that cross over. So I think group photos are fine, but maybe only like one or two. And they have to be your last photos. 
Like you can't have your very first photo be a group photo because people are either going to be like, I'm not bothered to try and figure out which one is you and they won't swipe. Or on the other hand, they will swipe because they're like, yep, one of those five girls I like the look of. Then they swipe on you or, or guys. Then they swipe on you and think, oh, actually the third one from the right is who this is. And actually I don't fancy them. So not, not interested. <laughs> so yeah, definitely uh, group photos. I feel like those are risky though, too, because like with group photos, like if you have potentially have a friend who's just like better looking than you <laughs> in a photo with you, like, does that not like have like put you at like a disadvantage in general? Well, I've seen a lot of people actually, they put an emoji over their friend's face, ah, which is, okay. I guess it's like a clever way of using a group photo. Um, but yeah, it is risky if you put a group photo of like you and two or three friends and like, again, you're risking somebody swiping, poking at someone else. Totally. I was also thinking like your friend clearly didn't opt to be on there with you. <laughs> like, like, why are we putting our friends' faces? You know what I mean? I actually, back in the day, I actually did that. Like, which honestly, when I look back, I'm like, I probably should just crop that person out. But I totally agree with you. I feel like, why do we have these like group pictures? Like, it's just, it just ends up being a, a mystery to the person who's swiping. It's like, which one? It's just them doing extra work. So like, yeah, you're totally right. Like that person's probably going to like swipe left on you because they don't even want to put in the extra work. Like we lit at this point on dating apps, you have like such a small window of time. I feel like to get somebody's attention. Right. So like, what are some of those other things that like, I feel like with the group photos, I feel like women and men are both like equally guilty of that. Cause like I've seen like both types of profiles, but for men specifically, like what are some of the other things that you think that they shouldn't be really doing on there? Again, this is uh, this is just feedback that I've had from girls that are friends or girls I've dated. But again, the the fabled fish photo, like it's it's cool if you like fishing, and I definitely wouldn't be able to catch fish. But uh, girls don't really want to see that in uh, in the profile. And then also, uh, um, think about scenery, like um, going going to group photos. If there's a photo of you in the club with like three girls around you, mm -hmm. a lot of time girls take one look at that and they're like, mm, no, don't like the look of that. And it could very well just be that they're your friends. But I think perception wise, uh, girls do see that and think, oh, he's trying to be a player or whatever. Um, totally. I totally agree with you. I almost think that guys think the opposite of that, where they're like, oh, if I have these girls around me, it like makes me seem like I can get girls. But like, I feel like for a lot of women, it's the opposite where like that guy kind of looks like sleazy a little bit. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I know for me, like I was immediately like, hey, swipe left. Like I'm not down for, especially if they were in the club in particular, I was like, okay, not into that lifestyle. So like swipe left. Um, but that's a really good point. Actually. It's like, scenery where are you because like you're reflecting your interests so if you're in the club that makes people think you're like that's what you're about and then if you're in a forest right like going on a hike or something with some friends and people are gonna think that you're like this outdoorsy person so i think a lot of people forget that they're um you know they're trying to communicate a lifestyle in the pictures well, i think as well um speaking of like framing if you're looking for a serious relationship, the photos that you choose should be more in line with that versus if you're looking for like a hookup. Like if you're on an if you're on an app and you're swiping and then you find a profile, 
And I've seen these a lot. It's like five of the same photo of basically a booty shot. <laughs> Which don't get me wrong. Everyone loves everyone loves a booty shot. Um, but if literally it's just like five photos of your ass, um wrongly or rightly, mm-hmm. you're framing that to a guy like sexually, basically. Yeah. And totally. like, I'm not saying that that's fine, like, you know all power to to be able to do that and if you have a great ass show it off but um it's a bit different if you know there was five photos of you playing chess for example <laughs> which which i'm i'm also like don't post that picture either by the way <laughs> yeah not say not saying that you know playing chess means you're not looking for a hookup but it's just like an example of two contrasting uh things for sure. Yeah. And I feel like, like, yeah, I feel like guys definitely have those things that they're known for. You mentioned the fish that's been super common. And I feel like there's so many parodies of that now, like so many memes about that. Um, but then for women, because I know a lot of our like female listeners would like, you know, we want to know from a guy, what, what is like, what are you guys taking in when you're, when you're swiping? Like what would catch your attention in like a negative way? What would catch your attention in a positive way? Uh, well, I think first and foremost, as bad as it sounds, a good photo. Because at the end of the day, that's what dating apps are initially. It's that initial attraction, swipe left, swipe right, yes or no, am I attracted to this person? So, you know, think of a, a good photo, your most flattering outfit. Um, you know, when you went to that wedding and you had your makeup done, how you like it, something like that. And then like the next few photos is kind of introducing yourself or your personality a bit more. So, you know, do you like traveling, some photos of traveling or... Do you like uh, baking? Show you some baking, things like that. That's always going to be, you know, kind of flesh out your personality, so to speak. Um, Me personally, something that I, and I don't know if this is the same for all guys, when there's a photo of them with a, uh, with like a baby, it's like a big, scary, uh, (laughs) big, scary moment. And they'll oftentimes have that caption and be like, don't worry, uh, not mine, haha, kind of thing. That's always like an initial, oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> I'm just questioning. I'm like, who puts those pictures up? Like, I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, I would never. I mean, I feel like it's just kind of weird. Like, it's not really telling much about, like, unless it's in a joking context. But I did want to ask you about that um, initial point that you made about women who are dressed up for weddings and stuff. I feel like that's that's a great, um, definitely a great image to put out there on your profile. But I also asked the question that because people are kind of, um, kind of people are weary of catfishes, right? So like the pictures where people are wearing a lot of makeup, do you think guys get concerned about that? Like what they're actually going to show up to when they go on a date? Like what that person's actually going to look like? Um, I don't think they get too worried about that in terms of makeup. I think it would be more in terms of if it's photos only from like uh, the mid the midriff upwards kind of thing, or mm-hmm. strategically placed objects or people in front of them, <laughs> so you can't really see their silhouette. Uh, that's more of a concern, I think. With makeup, like more or less, you're gonna have a sense of what the person looks like, um, things like that. Um, okay. Also, this is something that I always try and do in my profile. I always try and be representative of what I look like. Like I'm not going to use, like I'll use photos that make me look good, but I'm not going to use photos that make me look, you know, like someone I'm not, um, just because I'd rather the person I'm going on a date with 
not be surprised or disappointed when I show up. Uh, like it's better to be uh, to manage expectations from the off, so to speak. So yeah. it's just like you show up and immediately they're like put off or like, oh, like this person's not who I thought it was going to be kind of thing. Yeah, I literally couldn't think of anything worse. Like I think in my history, I never actually like every guy that I met looked like their profile. So like good, like credit to them. But I know people go crazy with the filters and people do try to like intentionally like hide certain things, which I mean, it's a lot of effort. But I think like best practice, like definitely don't try to hide stuff like that. Because who are you trying to kid (laughs) like for anybody out there? Like I hear this a lot of time about height as well. You know, like mm -hmm. the guy Usually guys will say like, oh yeah, I'm 5'10 or whatever. But then when they show up, they're actually like 5'6 or something. And it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with being 5'6. But if you lie or you set an expectation of something else and show up and you're not that, like immediately you're setting off to a bad start with a girl and they're going to probably write you off as like, oh, he's a liar or like, oh, he's a snake or, you know, what else is he lying about? Exactly. I completely agree. I think uh, more people need to own own it. Like if you're actually looking for somebody, keep in mind you are going to meet them at one point and exactly to your point, like that is not a great first impression. Like just be real so that people know what they're getting themselves into. I think we've all seen the catfish, like the horror story catfish stories and don't be that person. <laughs> like, do not be that person. Like, I feel like for you, have you ever had any like ca- big catfish stories where you showed up and they really didn't look like their pictures? I wouldn't say I've had any where they really didn't look like their pictures. Maybe one or two where the photos were clearly a lot older or mm. maybe they'd put on a bit of weight since then. Gotcha. Um, but nothing where I like they showed up and I'm like, wait, who is this person? Or like, <laughs> what did you do with them? Like, um, I've, I've heard stories of friends where like, it's been quite different. Um, and then it's just awkward because you either have to just be like, we're not doing the date. Like I'm leaving. Or oh my you have God. to like, grind have friends it out. Done that? Um, yeah, basically, <gasps> uh, my understanding is, is that, um, it was actually like a hookup scenario. Okay. And uh, she showed up to his place and just didn't represent her photos at all. Um, I think he awkwardly and politely had to ask her um, to leave. (laughs) That's awful. Like, was she, did she, she actually left? Like, no questions. And like, did she know why she was leaving? (laughs) Honestly, I think, uh, understandably, she was upset. But um, this is what I go back to, like, Just if your photos are representative of you, then you have nothing to worry about. Beyond the photos, I mean, let's face it, photos do play a big part in it. I think you're totally right. Like when we're thinking about how you stand out, there is going to be that initial like physical attraction that's just going to be there. But we can always like, you know, highlight yourself in a natural way that's still, um, you know, indicative of what you actually look like. But I guess as a secondary and you're I know you're going to tell me that it's not as big of a deal. But I mean, after you look at the photos and if the photos align, the next thing you're looking at is the description. So like, what do you think about descriptions and how girls can like stand out in terms of the description of their profile? So oftentimes girls will will actually have a very similar uh, bio or description kind of thing. Mm. Um, like about putting a pineapple on pizza. Um, that's always a classic, um, things like that, or about 
things about travel, etc. Mm. So oftentimes, actually, the profiles are very samey, and you can't actually get that much of an insight into their personality from it because you could swipe a hundred times and thirty or forty of the bios are going to be very similar. Um, it's more once you actually match and then start having a conversation, you can get into it because you could have a girl that says she loves traveling and then has a photo of her at the Great Wall of China. And then once you get having a conversation about that, one of them might be like, oh yeah, I love Chinese food. And that was why I went to China and blah, blah. Or the other person could be like, oh yeah, um, I went to China for a festival because they have a... Um, like Fat Boy Slim played at the Great Wall of China. So then you can be like, okay, like, because everyone likes traveling. That's another thing. People think that's a unique feature. Everyone likes traveling. There's like, why do you like traveling? That's the, that's the interesting bit. Totally. And like the biggest insight you've given me into this is that for God's sakes, I had no idea that all women were like using almost like a template formula <laughs> for their bios. Um, so I feel like that's really good insight in the sense that, okay, like for any women that are listening to this, stay away from the less obvious things. Cause you're right. Everybody likes travel. Um, there's like these key, I feel like pop culture references that people use a lot. Like how many people say they like the office as their favorite show. I feel like that's common. Exactly. Uh, right. So like there's these really common things and like, to be fair, you use them because a lot of people can relate and like, these are popular things, but is that really going to help you stand out? Not really. So is there a way, I feel like more women can frame things maybe a little bit differently um, or highlight something unique about a travel experience instead of just talking about travel at a high level. Cause you're totally right. Like when I think back to my bio, like literally travel, like food, like foodies, right? Like something to do with food. Um, and yeah, like, I feel like you've told me this and I, I do want you to expand on this because I think this actually highlights the fact that maybe like as women, we don't have to try as hard on apps, but you've always told me that like guys don't have as much of an advantage. Like girls have the advantage on dating apps. 1000%. <laughs> and oftentimes when I tell my friends that are girls this, they're like, no, like don't be ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's a thousand percent girls have an advantage. So why it's, though? <laughs> it's difficult to explain without visualizing it. But basically, mm. If you're a girl and you're swiping, like 99% of those people that you're swiping on have probably matched you back already. Like if you sit there and just swipe, you'll get match after match after match after match. If you're a guy or if you're the, if you're the average guy and you're swiping away, swiping away, swiping away, you might get like one in a hundred or if you're lucky, 10 in a hundred. Um, not, not exact figures, but um, basically <laughs> if you're a girl, you're getting a lot more matches than you are a guy. So that's the, that's the number one advantage. And the reason for that, for starters, most likely is, again, what do people want from the apps? A lot of guys just looking to hook up. Mm -hmm. That's not saying that girls aren't either. That's not saying there's anything wrong about it. But girls are going to be a lot more selective when they're looking for someone that they actually want to potentially date versus a guy that's just like swiping, trying to find someone that he can you know, go out with and maybe hook up with. Okay. So you're saying the barrier to entry <laughs> is lower. Literally. Uh, <laughs> no, I love that insight because I, 
again, I was definitely one of your friends who was like, no way that can't be like, we're all in an even, like an even playing field. Like, how could you say this? But the more I like saw you, like, you know, we were kind of like on dating apps at the same time. Right. When I saw our, our experiences, like I saw the contrast, I think in like the matches. And I think that that really like highlights something really important, um, which is yes, women are at an advantage and I don't want to go here and be like, okay, like girls, like take advantage of this, um, do your thing. Because I also think that's like leads to like a lot of bad behavior on both sides, you know, like, and I know you've told me about like, kind of like women who haven't been the most fair in certain situations, like dating situations, whether it be like, you know, like, um, like being a, a flake, like, I know you always say the Toronto dating scene is like full of flakes. I mean, it's not just myself that says that. It's uh, a lot of my other friends that moved here from the UK say the same thing. And to be fair, I don't think it's necessarily just the dating scene. Like I see in other um, <laughs> like social scenarios or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, flakiness is definitely a, uh, maybe it's a, cult a cultural difference between UK and, and Canada. But yeah, people here... Like if I make plans for a Friday night to go on a date, like I'm going on that date on that Friday night. Whereas I've had people like an hour before the date cancel or change their mind, which they're entitled to do. But like where I'm from, like you don't do that. Like it's a set thing. For sure. Um, it's impolite to do it. And, like not. And it, the, yeah. yeah. And in particular, when it'll be something like, oh, actually I'm too hungover. It's like, that's just disrespectful. Like if you were hung over at 12 PM, you probably knew you were going to be hung over at 5 PM. So like, give me more notice or just suck it up and, and go on the date. Um, but again, that's, that's more of a, a cultural difference across different scenarios, not necessarily just dating. For sure. Yeah. I think like I've seen that happen to you a couple of times. Um, I'll be honest, like the guys always show up here. <laughs> so it's been kind of like, oh, is it, you know, because women have such a big advantage on the dating apps, then can we afford to be more flaky, less responsible, kind of like, okay, we'll like see how I feel on the night of. Um, I don't think it's a great thing. Like <laughs> I, th I think that's the case. If you're, if you're a guy and you get this hot date for Friday night, you're like, this is the highlight of my week. Like I'm, you know, Aww. getting spruced up, et cetera. Whereas a girl is probably like, I have 50 other guys in my uh, inbox right now. So, you know, if I, if I bail on this date, I've got 49 others I can go on next week. Like I'm not too worried about it. Um, oh my God. It's quite funny. I actually have a friend here who uh, he would usually, when he was setting up dates, he would schedule like two for the same night. Oh my God. Because most of the time, like one would end up uh, like bailing. <laughs> so you come up with a contingency plan. Is that what you're saying is the, the best way to approach it from a guy's perspective? <laughs> I don't know if I would say contingency plan, but I would just say um, I learned not to get too hung up on the date. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a date on the Friday night that you're really excited about, don't let that be the only thing that you're excited about that week. Like, you know, don't don't think about it too much. And then also, at least for a first or second date, particularly a first date, don't go too uh, overboard. Yeah. Like pick something easy, um, near enough to where you live. If they cancel or cancel near the time, you're not already on your way there and have to turn back. You know, just something 
easy that, again, maybe you're not having a good time on a date and you want to call it early and you can do and you're not too far from home. And then once on the first date, you've established, okay, they're not flaky. Okay, we have a connection. Okay, the second or third date, that's where we can start doing more. Totally. I, I think that's super smart. So you can at least salvage the night if things don't work out. And if you want to like call it quits early, I used to do the exact same thing. I'd have kind of like an escape plan. Um, so if things weren't that great, I could like easily still make it a part of my like regular routine or schedule. Um, but do you have any other like of these practices that you would do after like dating, like going on so many of these like app dates specifically, like what were some of the, were you, would you like go to the same spots? Like what were your, what were your like, cause I don't know, I developed a couple of these after a while, like these like tried and true, like tested rules that I kind of had for myself. Yeah. I think as sad as it sounds, like find a routine that works for you. Like Again, location. If you're someone that is uh, more introverted, don't pick a crazy loud bar where you know you're struggling to shout your conversation. You know, find somewhere quieter. If you're a super energetic person, go to the arcade and then things like that. Like, um, make sure you're picking a venue that fits your personality and style, so that you're more at ease and reflective of your best self. Um, I think that's a key one. And then again, I would just say for a first date, don't overthink it. Like I don't want to say romance is dead and, you know, don't be inventive on a first date and do like a grandiose date, but you know, just keep it easy and casual, go for a drink or coffee or whatever it is you want to do. I think the, the first one that you said is so dead on. Like, I think you should choose a place where you're going to like highlight your best self. Um, so I think that takes some like self-awareness like you need to know where you're going to like look your best. And I completely agree with the fact that choose something that's not, um, cause especially for app dating, I feel like if you've actually already met somebody off of the apps and I think this goes to like pacing, right? Like invest after like the first, like three to four dates, like don't invest on like the first date, which I think is so contrary to like when you would like think of traditional dating and people would like show up with flowers on like a first date or like invest a lot upfront. I feel like with dating apps, your like level of investment should probably be pretty low near the beginning. Um, not so low that you treat people like, you know, like shit, but I think like you build up that level of investment, knowing that people are meeting, like most likely meeting a lot of different kinds of people. Um, I think investment is a good choice of word as well, because it's twofold. It's investment in terms of like, I'm going to put a lot of time and effort into getting to know this person. But then also investment in the sense that, at least for me personally, I'm not going to spend hundreds of dollars on a first date when I don't even know if we have a connection. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, if you're going on a few dates a week or a few dates a month, whatever it is, if you're the guy and you're paying for 90% of the stuff, that's going to add up quickly. Um, so at least for me personally, I want to wait until I know that there's a connection before I start spending way more time, effort and money on someone. For sure. No, that's a hundred percent correct. And I mean, I think a lot of off of the dating apps, at least like most people split I think the bill these days, just because you don't know what you're getting on a first date, like you don't know if you guys are going to hit it off, if there's going to be chemistry. So that like, like for the most part, I feel like most people try to do splitsies on bills, which I think is really good. It's like, it's almost like we built know. new rules. <laughs> Has that not been your, <laughs> that's I not mean, been your experience? What do you, for, what do for you think? For starters, I'm super cheap just as a person. <laughs> so like the bill is always a pressing issue for me. Um, 
And for me, like, regardless of whether it was a good day or bad day, I always go to pay. And then some of the times the girl will be like, oh no, let's split. And I'll be like, no, no, I've got it. And I'll be like, okay. Sometimes I'll be like, let's split. And they'll be like, no, no, I insist. Uh, sorry, I say, no, I'll pay. And they say, no, no, I insist we split. And I've had it many times where the bill comes and I go to pay and they say nothing, <gasps> not a word. How could they? <laughs> and then afterwards, they don't even say thank you. Which oh, that's again, rude. Maybe they're like, oh, this date was lame. I don't like this guy, like whatever. But just common courtesy if someone... For sure. Buys you something, just say, oh, thank you, you know? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's just, I mean, they're obviously just poorly raised. Let's face that, that fact that's like awful. But I think, yeah, like you've highlighted some really key points about just like dating in, well, app dating specifically. And like, I feel like we're building new rules around this kind of dating. To be honest, it's almost like a cultural phenomenon, dating apps, in my opinion, like how much they've changed the game and like how much... um you know, like people are changing, whether it's like in a good way or a bad way. Um, and I have to ask this first, actually, have you, are you like at all burnt out from the, from being on so many apps? Like, have you felt that? Because I almost feel like that's going to become a new, like psychotic condition, um, in the next couple of years, because I definitely felt that when I was on there and I was not even like going to the intensity that you were going to, like, have you ever felt like at like dating app burnout? Oh, for sure. Like, Especially even like, this is quite sad. Like you see the same faces on all the apps <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, you and me both buddy. Like, uh, you know, you see the same people, but, um, have you seen people who have like probably been in, like were on there and then probably maybe actually ended up in a relationship and then are on there again, like a year and a half later? <laughs> Possibly. You never know. Um, but then I'm, I'm sort of thinking they're probably seeing me and thinking, oh, it's this guy again. Like. Actually, uh, actually matched with a girl, I think three separate times. No, and the first time she like flaked and it fizzled out. The second time we were set up for a date, and then she flaked, and then the third time we actually went out and it was a pretty good date. And then uh, <laughs> afterwards, um, like we were setting up a second date, and then suddenly she became like mysteriously sick. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah it's funny but um oh side yeah. note what is that me and you always talk about this and i actually low-key forget but what is that emoji slash line that a lot of girls use when they don't want to like see you again <laughs> oh it's like the emoji that's like it's like a it's not the sad face emoji but it's basically the emoji that's like the extremely sad face like kind of depressed oh and basically what a girl will do is be like, if you're, if you ask to go on the second date kind of thing, they'll be like, oh, I'm busy this week with work. And then like that emoji. And that's like the giveaway of like, oh, actually they're just being nice. Like yeah. they just don't want to go on a second date. That's so bad. Like how many people would you say are like direct in terms of like their communication on apps in terms of what they're like, if they didn't have a good time, if they like, you know, did have a good time or like eager, like are people pretty direct in their communication or are they like, you know what, whatever, like I'll probably never see this person again anyways. I've had it both ways. I've had it where after the date, like the girls text me and mean like, I had so much fun, like let's do it again. Like and they've been like very keen. And then I've had it where you send a text the next day and get no response or like 
get like one word responses or like mm. cold responses and you're like, okay, I get the picture. Yeah. Um, but overall, very few responses are actually just like, you know, me sending a text or me asking to go on a second date and then being like, just honest and being like, hey, had a good time, but you know, just didn't feel the connections, take it further kind of thing. Yeah. Which yeah. as a guy, <laughs> we would prefer you tell us that. Like, I think that's what girls don't understand. They think, and not just girls, by the way, like guys do this as well. Like we'll ghost or, you know, uh, not be forthright and just be like, hey, you know, good time, but, you know, don't see it going anywhere kind of thing. But as a guy, like we would much prefer that because then we know to move on and focus our time and effort on people that are interested in us. Yeah, like stop chasing. Versus like texting for a few more days or a week and then the other person being like, oh, I'm busy, maybe next week. Into the next week, and oh, they're still busy. It's like if you just tell me after the date, like you had a good time, but not interested. That's fine. We can move on. It's like 2021, and they're still playing that. Like oh, busy, like going away. Like exactly. it just keeps dragging. I feel like on apps, the conversations drag like that. Though I don't know. It's weird, right? Like they just keep going, and it's like why don't is, people just be direct? This is a, this is another. I don't know. If this is a tip necessarily. But this is something that I think is oftentimes important. Like when you match with someone. Ideally, you want to meet up with them as quickly as possible. Not in the mm. sense of like match and meet that night. Um, as in like if you match on like the Monday, ideally you want to go out on a date that coming weekend. Because otherwise it fizzles. There's only so mm. much like small talk or app talk that you can have. And if and if it gets to the second week and you haven't met up yet, like the conversation can get dry. And then they're less invested or somebody else comes up and like, same for me, like, you know, maybe you match with someone new that you prefer, like, yeah. So ideally you want to um, match and then meet up, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty early. Yeah, I completely agree. I also think the fact is on dating apps, there's this paradox of choice, right? So the grass is the grass greener. The grass could be greener pretty quickly. So I always found that guys were like pretty like interested in meeting within the first couple of days. Um, and with women, I mean, I guess we were kind of just on our own schedules, like, oh yeah, we'll see. <laughs> like, <laughs> which again, I think highlights like such a big issue um, at the disadvantage. But you're you're completely right. Like, I think um, meeting within the first couple of days, and also yeah, to avoid that whole dragging on of conversation. Because the fact is, you're not going to know if you connect with somebody until you meet them. So you could just keep messaging them, but until you just like meet them, um, you aren't really going to know. I also think the fact is, like, a lot of people. The reason they avoid meeting somebody in person is because they're already worried about wasting time. Like they don't even want to meet. There's like plenty of people on apps, and I think this is unfortunate who are on there, but have no intention of actually meeting somebody in person. Can you confirm this? <laughs> I, I can confirm. Uh, I've had many, many people that I've matched with, and then the conversation just seems to go around in circles. Mm. And then you'll be like, oh, like let's meet up. And then they'll be like, oh, maybe. And it's like, oh, like I thought this was a dating app to go on dates uh <laughs> they go out and then, <laughs> out and then is once the or twice yeah. i had it where they've been like oh what makes you think i'm gonna let you take me out <laughs> i'm like i mean good for you if you have this such high opinion of yourself but uh like you know as sad as it is you're just a person on the screen to me so i'm probably not gonna work super hard to let you take me out or whatever she said i mean no offense but what a clown like seriously like 
you're like the per like they're on dating apps. Like what do they think they're supposed to do on there? But I, I do think that there's some people on there who just like the attention, right? Like they want people to like message. They want like, like, I think there's like, again, the way dating apps are designed, it's like to have a high and to like have your ego stroked for some people that I'm not sure the end goal for everybody is actually to like meet somebody and like find something or like even whatever purpose that you have on there. But like, I think that's kind of the weird part of it is like, it's now created this other aspect of it where you can just like get your ego stroked and like, you know, fish, but not like be super non-committal, which I think is really interesting. It definitely is a platform that like makes that side of things like way easier and it's kind of cringeworthy. But anyways, so we've talked about your, I want to get into some of the stories from dating apps. And I know like you, like I mentioned, you've had some of your spots that you go to. Um, I won't name names. Arcade. I know there's a pretty big arcade in Toronto for those who live here. That's going to be pretty obvious, uh, which Alex goes to pretty frequently. Um, and then a couple of good, I know a good, like a couple good restaurants. I know you're all about half price wine on certain nights. Like I feel like, you know, the deals in the city at this point, which I think is also really smart as a guy to like know what, where the deals are. So you can like impress somebody, but still save your money. Um, but have you had any like weird encounter? Have you ever, you know what? Toronto's a small city. Have you ever like ran into somebody that you've dated before off of an app or like, how do you deal with the run-ins on the streets of people you've, you've met off of apps? Uh, I mean, that's happened once or twice when, uh, especially like living downtown and like dating downtown, like a lot of the people our age live in like, the same like small radius um so yeah i've i've bumped into people in uh on the street before and like sometimes they and i literally just like head down don't make eye contact uh sometimes you know you can exchange like a smile kind of thing um and then uh i've actually been on a date before and like kind of bumped into someone i used to date which was kind of awkward and then actually at one point the uh the waiter at a restaurant that i went to like a lot in one month actually recognized me and was like when my date went to the bathroom was like oh nice to see you again because <laughs> you have your spots like you know where you're going and like that's on purpose right like it's all like a calculated like let's make dating apps like work for me and my lifestyle and so I personally think it's totally fine. I'm like, it's a little cringy, but like, I totally um, appreciate that. And I get that. And I feel like when I think about like any other cringy stories that you've, you've told me, like, I feel like, <laughs> like there are some pretty crazy ones, but I mean, I mean, obviously we don't want to like air your dirty laundry completely. Right. I can share a terrible cringy story from, from my perspective. Um, on on one date I had, it was a good date, things were going well. And then we um came back to my place for some wine. And my uh my roommate at the time was on the couch playing Xbox. So I introduced uh my date to my roommate. And when I introduced her to him, she kind of stopped and looked at me and uh was like, uh, what did you say my name was? So I repeated it. Then she was like, okay, I'm going. And, uh, yeah, I, I'd got her name wrong. <gasps> Dude, how, like how, like, oh, and how bad did you butcher the name? Can you even say the name? Cause I, I want people to hear this. <laughs> it was very similar. I'm not going to say the name, but it was like one word difference, more or less. Like, okay. It wasn't like her name was like 
Jenny and I called her Barbara. Like, <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. Like it was very similar. And in my defense, this is something about the apps. You just read a name on a screen. Like it's not particularly ingrained in your memory, you know, after a couple of drinks, like, but, uh, but yeah, that was pretty, uh, Oh my God. Not, not my finest hour. That's like, okay, but that's literally pointing to the fact of like the choice, the amount of choice, the amount of names you see, like literally when I would do it, I felt like the same names, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, like almost biblical, like those same names, like constantly. And at some point you're like saving people on your phone and you're like, John three. <laughs> and then brackets, I would have like the dating app that I like met them on. Like it gets to that point And like, I feel like at like a greater societal level, like, is that a good thing? I don't know. But that is, I mean, good on that girl for like leaving because... <laughs> I mean, we did, we did have a second and third date, so it wasn't... Uh, uh, okay, so she forgave you. Like, I did I did dig myself out of that hole, but I think because it gen it genuinely was an honest mistake, and it wasn't, like, as I say, it wasn't like you got it completely wrong. It was almost like a Freudian slip kind of thing. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, I felt pretty, pretty bad about that. Yeah, I mean, if it was, like, Joanne versus Joanna, I'd be like, that's not too bad. But... Yeah, like I still think as a woman, that's definitely like the last thing. If you've like spent a couple hours with somebody, you're like, come on, that's like the bare minimum. But good on, I mean, good on her for leaving, but also like, you know what? She was a good enough person to forgive you and realize it was like a genuine mistake. But man, like, <laughs> if I could have been a fly on the wall of that, I would oh, die. My, my, my roommate, he, he was in, in stitches in the laughter. You know what's funny too is you're pretty good usually. So I'm like a little bit surprised. Like I feel like compared to other guys, like you're usually, you know, you got your shit and you like are pretty organized at this point around um all these apps and all these different people. But well, you know, I mean, not just that, just on a human level, like just getting your <laughs> name right. Like that's basic human decency. I I did not get it right. So yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's what I'm gonna get into takeaways now, but I think that's a good takeaway. <laughs> If anybody is, uh, guys, get get her name right. <laughs> and girls too. But yeah, so if there's any like big takeaways from like your years, I almost want to call you like a seasoned veteran of like this world because I mean, yeah, you've just, I feel like you've done it all at this point. But what are like those big takeaways that you think? I want to, I want to direct this more at like our female audience, I think, who are using dating apps. What do, what do you think that they could be doing better? And you know what? Honestly, call them out if you need to. I mean, I'm not going to say better because, you know, it's my opinion and whatnot, but, you know, mm -hmm. just some observations of things that I think work well. And also some things that I really dislike. So something I really dislike uh, in your bio, like it's fine to say that you're tall. Like if you're a tall girl and you want to make that known, put it in your bio. Don't say if you're under five, eight, swipe left. Mm. Like I'm six two, so that's not really something I have to worry about. But I just think like it's disrespectful to totally. people that aren't as tall. Just immediately, basically, someone opens up an app and sees an insult directed at them. Like that's not cool. Um, and I think a lot of the apps now have actually got better at that, where you can actually include things like height in your profile and things like if you smoke, if you do drugs, etc which I think avoids some of the awkward conversations. 
Totally. I mean, that's totally rude. Like, I completely agree. Like, there's no need to like have those kinds of filters that you're. <laughs> I mean, like, a filter if they already exist in the app and you want to like set that, then like you're already filtered. The app's already doing the job for you by like filtering it for you, right? But like, I think I completely agree. I think like you don't need to be like an elitist and put that kind of stuff like in your bio. And then in terms of things that I think are good, like as I mentioned, try to limit the group photos or at least your first two or three photos. Make sure they're just of you so the person knows who you are. Uh, don't be afraid to get feedback from your guy friends because in my experience, girls will not be as honest with you as they should be. So does this photo look good? Oh yes, girl, you look amazing. Whereas a guy might actually be like, you know what? Maybe try a different one. Just you know, some honest feedback. And then again, just be aware of uh, framing. So again, I'm not saying that you can't put five uh, booty shots in your profile. Like if that's what you want to do, do that. But just think, okay, if a guy is seeing this, he's probably going to take that one way versus if he sees a shot of me um, hiking, a shot of me at the bar, a shot of me uh, with my family, a shot of me at the beach, like it's more varied. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just think about the 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 image you're trying to portray and what you want from that. Definitely. I, yeah, I love that. Like, I think that's huge. I think you're right. The like have variations of images that are going to like be reflective of what you want to get out of the app um, overall. And then, yeah, like honestly, girls who are friends of other girls who are on apps, just be real about the pictures. <laughs> like, I know you want to support your friend, but you're not supporting them if like, you know, people see those pictures, like whether it's like a complete stranger or somebody out, like a friend of a friend, like it's these dating apps, like aren't that big, like support your girlfriends by actually like telling them the truth about pictures. But I even, I like your idea even better. If you have some guy friends, you can like run a couple of the pictures by and get their honest feedback. Um, it's kind of weird. It's almost like you're AB testing things on your profile or like testing different, you do that. I know you do that. You like test certain things and then you like take it off and like switch it up, see what like resonates better. Um, yeah, honestly, like girls can do that too. Like see what works, see what's like, you know, getting like, if you want to find a certain kind of guy, um, or if you're looking for relationships, see what draws more of those, those kinds of guys who are looking for something a little bit more serious. I think that's an awesome takeaway. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we've analyzed dating apps pretty thoroughly and hopefully our audience will, you know, can use this and take, take it away. Um, and it, like it benefit their dating life overall. Any final thoughts, Alex, where can, where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> they, they can find me in, uh, in, in lockdown, in, in quarantine. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of final thoughts, like the things that I've, I've been talking about is just my personal experience. And, you know, I'm not saying it's hundred percent right or hundred percent wrong or anything like that. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to shame anyone that does anything one way or the other, but I think at the end of the day, just, you know, you got to find the things that work for you and make you feel comfortable and your best self. Yeah. I think that's a great note to end with. And I love the Alex disclaimer because <laughs> to be honest, everybody, there's no real formulas to this stuff, you know, like, I think there's like things that you could be smart about things, but 
really, I feel like dating apps are the wild, wild west and you never really know what you're going to get. But completely agree with a lot of what Alex has talked about. I think this kind of stuff will put you on like the track to success if you're, you know, for whatever you're looking for. Thank you.